to Basketball Edition. Today we're joined by Jimmy, Burnsy and Phil. We're going to be talking through the pleasure of the All-Star Weekend, introducing the East All-Stars, the West All-Stars, the Rookie Sophomore Challenge, as it's called. And then finally, we're going to be talking about the Skills Challenge, the Three Point Challenge and that famous dunk contest. So lads, welcome aboard again to another awesome basketball edition. This time it's a special All-Star Weekend. Are we pumped? Pumped, Jimmy. G'day, mate. I'm amped. I'm really looking forward to this chat nearly as much as I am looking forward to the actual event. So they're sort of very closely tied for first and second. I agree. It's it's one of those things that everyone looks forward to once a year, right? Best of the best, show what they got. Let's do it, boys. Exactly, mate. The NBA is Christmas time. This is the time where the real contenders and the real players start turning up. All-Star Weekend, baby. Let's crack on in quarter one. <laughs> Cracking into quarter one. First and foremost, lads, we are going to be talking about the Eastern Conference All-Stars. I'll start us off. Giannis, Captain Fantastic from the Bucks. Embiid. Who was now injured and now he's been replaced by Bam. So I'm happy with that. Then Tyrese, the beast, Halliburton, who's been having a stormer of a season, followed by Damian Lillard, who's moved to the Bucks, made a move to the East and gets his first start for them. Then Tatum from the Celtics. Great starting team. I'm really pumped to watch them go. Birdsey, who have you got in the reserves, brother? Oh, mate, they're, they're, that's a great starting lineup there for the East. But for the reserves, I'll just rail them off. I've got Jalen Brunson from the New York Knicks. First all-star for the man. You know, everyone's been talking about him and what he can produce. And then we've got Donovan Mitchell from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Jalen Brown for the Boston Celtics. Bam Adebayo, as you've mentioned. Julius Randle, but he's out injured now. And Tyrese Maxey, Paolo Banchero, uh, and Trey Young and Scotty Barnes as injury replacements. So we're good to see what these guys have got. What do you reckon, Phil? I think it's a really solid starting lineup. I think the bench, I think pretty much everyone that should be there is there. I don't think there were any notable snubs, or at least until where Trey Young came in as an injury replacement. I think that ruffled a few feathers, not having him as an automatic selection. If this but... was 2K, bro, he's gone. I'm cutting him. If this was 2K. <laughs> Can you, can you release a player from Eastern All-Stars? I, I'd like to see it. What I'm actually uh, most excited about is the is the battle of the same names. So we've got uh, Tyrese Halliburton and Tyrese Maxey. We've got Jalen Brown and Jalen uh, Brunson, uh, at least on the East. And, and then, of course, we've got some matching names on the West, but we'll get to that team next. Yeah, well, we like things that match, don't we? And I want to see Tyrese Max take it on and then Tyrese Halley then come on then all of a sudden just make a bit of a difference. Big fan of Tyrese Max this year. I think he's earned his all-star spot in, in the reserves at least, and I think he's going to be an all-star starter in the future. But Tyrese Halliburton, this year, he's earned it, right, guys? He has been the superstar of the NBA, I think averaging 10 assists, which is pretty good for him. And you wouldn't expect that from the paces that they'd make 10 shots from the rest of the team, but looks like they're finally doing it, and he's finally making things happen. I think it's great that... It's being held in Indiana, and they've had a, a hometown guy that's made the starting squad, or a, a, at least an, an all-star in general. And I don't think it's one of those, let's make sure that we pick a hometown guy. I think he's got the genuinely on his own merits, which I think has been really awesome. You guys are sitting there looking for these matchy-matchy players, and I, I think I'm looking at it from a completely different angle to you guys. I'm looking forward to seeing what Paolo Banchero actually has to offer. 
especially, you know, first all-star appearance for the man. It'll be great to see how he matches up against these ultimate all-star squads. Good shout, mate. We've never actually seen him under pressure, have we? Not quite as this much pressure. It'll be interesting to see how he shines through. But I, I don't know what Scotty Barnes is doing there as an injury replacement, though. He's, uh, I think he's a bit out of his depth, to be honest. Touching back on old Paolo, just as an aside, his first nationally televised game in over 450 days. That's nuts. He's like a top pick. I guess that shows you how bad the magic have been. Yeah, it does. It does and shows there that there's not much else in the team. Um, with Scotty Barnes, though, Burnsy, the only reason he's there because Adam Silva decided we need one player to represent from Toronto. I guess, are they ticking the Canada audience? Like, no offense to our Canadian listeners out there, but... Um, <laughs> Scotty Barnes hasn't really been playing the house down. He's been playing well, but I wouldn't say well enough to be an all-star and collect that all-star check. Talking about Canadian representatives, would you have preferred Scotty Barnes or would you have preferred RJ Barrett? Because he's Canadian, isn't he? That's why he's been traded back to get back to his roots, as I was saying. <laughs> well, if they, if they wanted to go with like a pure-blood Canadian, um, Canadian team member making the team, then... Hey, that, that's what it's all about, right? The selective selecting program's all about. Would have made a great story, but he hasn't been good enough to be an all-star. <laughs> and then with Scotty, I, I feel so bad for them, but great to see. I haven't been following the Raptors this season, I'm not going to lie. They're not in my top five. No disrespect to the Raptors at all. Yeah, he's averaging just shy of 20 points a game, eight boards, and just shy of six assists. So he's, his numbers are actually okay. But I think once you look at uh, how the West team is constructed, uh, <laughs> his selection looks a whole lot worse. Well, that's the thing. Does, does OK make you an all-star? In this case, I guess it does. I'm also really wrapped with Tyrus Maxey. I know I touched on it earlier, but I really just want to watch this guy succeed. I, I want to see him do well, and I want to see him become a superstar, and I want to see him pass Joel Embiid as well. And what are your guys' thoughts on him? He's, he's been playing the house down this year, and I think he's well-deserved. I thought he actually deserved a starting spot over, um, I'd say, over Damian Lillard, I, I have to say. I, I don't think Damian Lillard deserved that starting spot in the roster over him. I think this is where you run into the issue of this, the starters being largely chosen by fan voting. Well, it's... I guess it's, what, 50% fan voting, and then is it 25% coaches, 25% media? So it becomes a bit of a popularity contest. You know, in years gone by, you've had guys that were voted in that hadn't even played all year just because they were popular or you know, or because they were a fan favorite of the Chinese audience. And we know that they are massive fans of the NBA. They were trying to vote their guy in. So that is a real challenge. I think Damien Lillard probably got there by popularity alone because if you look at his stat sheet this year which is supposed to be what an all-star is based on hasn't looked as flash as what it did when he was a blazer but look we've touched on some of the problems he's been having off the court that aside yeah he probably didn't deserve to be a starter and i got one one other point with you guys doc rivers is the coach how's that happened by default what, what but what the actual well he's coached two games and he's the all-star coach they should have actually bought in the coach from the Bucks that got fired. It would have been A, funny, and B, would have mean Doc Rivers isn't the coach of the All-Star team. Can you imagine if Adrian Griffin came back for that? <laughs> It'd be so hard guess. He earned it. You know? well, like, apparently not according to um, Giannis. But you're looking at it, I'm just like going, like, how, how has this happened? Like, how could, why didn't the NBA just go, look, 
he hasn't coached the amount of games. And they're doing that for the overall MVP vote, right? They're saying, you haven't played enough games. So shouldn't they do the same for the coach? You haven't coached enough games. You don't deserve to be all-star coach. You're sitting this one out. That's what they should have done with Doc, right? It's just a silly position anyway. So I don't actually think it really matters. <laughs> Sorry, James, I can't. I can't get on board with as much outrage. It matters to me. Um, <laughs> it's just like, the, love it. just like the guy that got arrested at the Indianapolis airport for putting up a shot on a court was there. Anyway, another side story short. Yeah. We'll break that yeah. another day. I'll put it <laughs> there. Ah, oh, man. So we're out for quarter one, guys. Um, just as I was getting into my rant about the guy getting arrested at the airport in Indiana. So just uh, flying on from that with quarter two, we're going to be cracking into the Western Conference. All-star starters. Phil, what have you got for us, brother? So for the West, West starters, we have the captain, uh, LeBron James from the Lakers. You got Kevin Durant from the Suns. Nikola Jokic from the Denver Nuggets. Luka Doncic from the Dallas Mavericks. And SGA, Shea Gilgis Alexander from OKC. It is a cracking starting lineup. Jimmy, reserves, who have you got, mate? Mate, just looking at that starting lineup, I'm going, oh, this isn't going to be good. Devin Booker coming off the bench with Chef Curry from the Warriors. Then Big Anthony Davis, followed by Edwards, followed by Paul George, then Kawhi Leonard, and then Carl Anthony Towns. Like the list just keeps getting worse and worse. Their reserves look better than the starting lineup for the Eastern Conference, I have to say, shamefully this year. Uh, Burnsy, do you have any thoughts on it, bro? Are you looking at this feeling, this sense of impending dread for your favoured Eastern Conference All-Stars, or are you looking at it going, we got this? It's it's funny because, like, you know, looking back over the LeBron versus Giannis and Durant teams and stuff like that, that everyone's just like, you know, why don't we bring back the East versus the West? It's the original format of the game. Everyone wants it. And now that it's back here, it's giving me some serious PTSD, eh? This team, like, if you're a West supporter you'd be throwing up a massive eggplant water splash emoji in chat right now. So, I mean, it's going to be an uphill battle the whole way, I think. But, you know, I think we can still do it. <laughs> but, yeah, no, this, this, the starters, the reserves are just, they're the, the right picks for the West. I can't complain. You're looking at that Western Conference reserve team, and if you took away the reserve label and you just read one through five, uh, I mean, even though the list has eight, you're kind of like, um, this is a starting team. <laughs> if you look at how many, uh, you know, all-star games that they have, I think it might be Anthony Edwards' first. Of course, in the battle of the first names, Anthony Davis and Anthony Edwards. But then, yeah, Paul George, Kawhi, those guys have been balling for the Clippers. It's, I mean, the Clippers, are the they were tied top of the table, uh, and both of their guys are coming off the bench. And then it's it's actually great to see uh, two Timberwolves in there, considering how garbage historically that team has been ever since KG left. Uh, so, yeah, with Cat and Edwards. But honestly, such a stacked team. And I'm thinking to myself, how are they going to distribute the minutes? You know, like if you look at a normal roster, you've got 10 guys. You could probably arguably give the five bench guys 10 or 15 minutes each. There's that. I don't know how these guys are going to get the court time they deserve. Well, that's it. The only thing you can look at in that lineup is impact, right? That's the only thing. The starting lineup is that good that they could probably play the whole game with each other. And then all of a sudden it's like, 
you know, we'll bring Steph Curry on and we might bring Edwards in to just shake things up a little bit. While Joker's like getting assists from everywhere. <laughs> like, oh, I wonder one of the things there that maybe we discuss is who is going to be MVP because all these guys are actually playing the house down this year across both teams, really. I'm wondering, does the real Lucas step up in this situation? Does Re- LeBron wind back the clock? Does Giannis, does, I'm going to become Giannis and play like I did in that NBA final series and go full Giannis? Or, you know, does Tyrese have, have the game from Nam and just set up everyone around him? Uh, you know, you look at that and then you go with the bench. Does Curry and Booker come, come in and just start throwing down threes, you know? Like, like what, a, what a lineup. How good would that be to have an NBA team? That might be a 2K team. Just to throw in there sometime, guys, for our little challenge. Just as an aside, I've never heard the term throwing down threes, James. Are, are we going to change it to um, to draining dunks? What do you reckon? Throwing down oh, threes and draining dunks? Go, I like that. Maybe we go draining dunks, bro. Like, uh, I do have those <laughs> moments of um, reverse dyslexia where I do mix my <laughs> words. <laughs> I think that's a great shout. Yeah. Yeah, hey, but I do, do have to say, I'll say maybe raining threes. That, let's go proper England. Um, but... But watching uh, watching some deep threes could be could be quite interesting. But I know they're they're not playing the Kobe rule. I like the Kobe rule. Did you guys like it? Playing a one fifty that was pretty cool a few years back. Yes and no. Um, it was kind of like a bit of a fluff around until it got to about maybe one thirty, and then that's when like everyone just put the foot on the gas. It just started going, and that's when it was just like, oh, okay, now we have got real basketball to watch. This is this is what I wanted to see. So. I mean, it's great for all these stars to showcase their skills, and yeah, they can all. We all know they can all drain massive deep three pointers, and you know, do all these cool little passes and alley oops and uncontested dunks and all this kind of stuff. But when you actually see these kind of, you know, prestigious players going head to head and actually wanting to win, it it gets vicious out there. You see fire in the eyes, and the, the only thing that matters to these boys is money, right? That's all that matters. So. I know they're saying we're playing for charity each quarter. Cool, cool. But you throw down some real money at these boys and you watch them play hard. One thing I think we can say with absolute certainty is that uh, Giannis will play hard. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, you know, in the off season, he doesn't have practices with any of the other stars because, you know, in his eyes, it's they're my competition. Why would I want to practice with them? There's a part of that mentality I disagree with, but for the most part, I really like it. I think it shows his true competitive nature. So I think Giannis is going to bring it. I think he's going to go for, he's going to really go for it on the East. And I'm looking at the West and I'm like, you know, Joker, we've had the stroke before. If he was, you know, if he was any more chilled out, he'd be, he'd be uh, vertical. Jokes, he'd be horizontal. I, I don't know if he'll go too hard out. And then I don't, I think LeBron, I remember a game several years ago, Kevin Garnett was selected as a starter and he, he checked in, did the tip, and then fouled and immediately sat on the bench for the rest of the game because he was kind of like, I've been here, I've done it. I don't need to be playing all these minutes. I'm going to let some other guy do it. So it's like, you know, is LeBron going to do that? You know, because he's in, yeah, 21. Is he going to try and save his body or or is he going to go for the MVP? Uh, it's it's tough. One thing I'm really looking forward to the East and West here, though, is the shocking intros they do. They'll get some... Uh, sort of high profile, yeah. but not really high profile. No, everyone's seen too much of them throughout the year to introduce all these players. Players always look super unimpressed about it, so they just walk straight down the ramp, whatever it is. You'll see LeBron do it. 
dumb dance, like always. Shaq hopefully does a dance, because, I mean, who doesn't want to see a big seven-foot bloke like himself just break it down? He's entertainment. But everybody else, it's just it's it seems like it's real hard for them to get behind. It's such a waste of time. But it's almost funny at the same time. And I'm just going to throw it out there, look, lads. How often is the camera going to cut to Taylor Swift during this yeah. NBA <laughs> game? Because, like, do they, like, cut to her, like, on tour in South America? And they go, what's Taylor Swift doing? Because that's what seemed to happen with the Super Bowl. So let's make it happen for the All-Star break, right? Yeah. We need to get her out of this pod real just ASAP. James, We she does not need any more airtime, mate. Yeah, I, was I say, just thought I'd add her in there. It won't be Taylor Swift to be the Kardashians that they're cutting to. So then, boys, what do we reckon? It's four quarters, obviously, and then they're winning each quarter. Who we got? <clears throat> I guess we'll never find out. Thank yeah. you, Buzzer, for find out after ruining our predictions. Well played, Buzzer. Well played, Phil, for getting that in the last um, couple of seconds. And well played, Taylor Swift, for making an appearance on our podcast for the first Stop time. Stop it, James. I think, she, I think she gets like a $10 royalty every time there that we, we bring her out. So very well done. So quarter three, lads, what we're going to be cracking into for this one, first and foremost, I said like doing a little bit of digging around the Rising Stars Challenge. And I just thought it was a rookies versus softball game. Turns out it's a whole thing. So I'll crack and explain what it's all about, and then we'll talk about the team. So first and foremost, it's got for the third straight season, they've got a showcase feature event in a three-game mini tournament. So they're liking tournaments this year. <laughs> you know, we've had a season tournament. We're bringing in this um, SHIT um, that's coming in this year with this. <laughs> so it's comprised among four teams of rookies sophomores and nba g league players team paul gasol then team tamika and team jalen and then team detleaf coaching the the g league all three games in the mini tournament will be played to a final target score which means each game will end on the basket or free throw more time expiring so it could go for 40 minutes if they can't score that final point um, so game one and game two are played to a target score of 40. Then what happens is the final game will have a score of 25. Yay. Um, so I'm super psyched for this. I actually just wanted to watch a Rockies versus softball game. But guys, we'll talk about the teams, but then we'll talk about a disappointment that this is going to be on our screens. Um, <laughs> super stoked. Do you want to start us off, Phil, with Team Powell? Team Powell, right. This is, I'm just going to come out and say it right from the jump. This is my favorite to win their first game and then to win the final um, without even knowing who the other team is. But um, this, is the, this is what I'm going with. Bilal Kulabali for the Washington Wizards. Jaime Hakez Jr. for the Miami Heat. Brandon Miller, my boy, from the Hornets. Brandon Podzemski for the Golden State Warriors. Jabari Smith Jr. for the Houston Rockets, Kaysen Wallace for the Oklahoma City Thunder, and the alien, Victor Wimbanyama, San Antonio Spurs. What a team, James. Do we even need to name any of the other players? I, I still want to see the birth certificate, Burnsy. You're with me? <laughs> still waiting for it, bro. I'm waiting, and, we, and we'll talk about this later on, but Men in Black 5, I don't know what number they're up to now. Is he going to make an appearance? Possibly. We'll go into Team Tamika. That is my team that I'm following this year very closely because it's coached by a female. So I'm really stoked to see this happen. Paulo Banchero from Orlando Magic. Dyson Daniels from the Pelicans. Jalen Duran 
from Detroit, Keontae George from Utah, Scoot Henderson, my boy from my Blazers, <laughs> Jaden Ivey from Detroit, Keegan Murray, my other boy, and Vince Williams Jr. or JR from Memphis. Not a bad team. Super stoked. Hopefully, my boy Scoot can step up and hopefully Polo can lead this team to possibly second place. And unfortunately, Dyson Daniels has had a recent injury, so he won't be playing. So there's the replacement player in there. I believe that must be Vince Williams. Oh, yes, that's Vince Williams Jr. He he has come in. Poor Dyson. I was hoping he was going to play. Birdsey, who you got for us, pal? So for Team Jalen, which is probably the team I want to watch most against your team there, Paul. Purely for the matchup we all love to see, which is the Big Alien versus the BFG. I, I don't know quite what his nickname is. But for the lineup, we have Chet Holmgren from OKC. We've got Jay Wills, Jalen Williams from OKC as well. Benedict Mithrin from Pacers. Shaden Sharp, who unfortunately is out injured because he's been a great watch this season so far um, from the Portland Trailblazers. Replacing him, Sohan has been given the call up, which is... Interesting. I don't know what kind of strings he's pulled there. What color hair is he going to bring to the All Star break? <laughs> if, if any hair, that could be an option. We also have Derek Lively, the second, Jordan Hawkins, and Walker Kessler. So this team, I think, is in contention for number one, but comic, for comic value, for name wise, anyway, I think Phil's has probably jumped my team. But then again, this is going to be a great watch. It might even rival watching the Western versus Eastern All Stars, to be honest. Well, my feeling is, you know, they took away the captain situation from the East and the West, and so they decided that they've got to try and bring that selection element back into the fray somehow into Rising Stars. Uh, Team Powell obviously selected uh, well, Victor Webanyama. If it was up to you boys, I'll, I'll start with you, Jimmy. Who would you have picked first out of all of these players? Would you stick with Victor? Would you go a different route? Um, guys, why aren't we talking about the G-League team here? Oh, is there a G-League team? Oh, yeah. So we don't count it. <laughs> what? Forgot <laughs> about them. Actually, <laughs> by team Detlef. Yeah, co- oh, yeah, sorry. Detlef Shrimp's the best thing about that team, <laughs> I have to say. Yeah. Or that's his, his name, talk- at least. Yeah. That's all we're going to talk about with them, because they're just going to get pumped. So I hope any of the G League guys are listening to us. And, hey, if you take offense, just write me a letter, because I'm good like that. Yeah, I, I think interesting, interesting teams, interesting who you'd pick first. You can't go past Webby. Like, if, if you've got an alien on his team, he's probably got stretchy arms or something. And um, when I go back to the Men in Black reference, is there a small alien inside the big alien film? Yeah, and he's just, he's decided that he's going to inhabit like a really big body to overcome, completely overcompensate for how small and miniature he is. I mean... These are the questions that we all want to know. We're, are we going to get the answers to them? Uh, maybe maybe in the weekend we will. Uh, but until then, let's just come up with all these wild, stupid theories that no one can prove. It's great fun. Or does prove. Or does prove. <laughs> do your own research, Phil. Yeah, do your own research. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's an interesting concept. I think, yeah, like, we're... With these teams, what actually would be good is to just see a rookies versus sophomore challenge, like get rid of the G League and put these 
put make these two or these three teams into two teams, just have them go head to head, play each other hard out, and go for it. I think that's the main thing that we want to see, right? We want to see good basketball. And the best thing that we want to see is how much are our rookie cards going to go up because of these games? Like, yes. I, I'm, I'm thinking, Scoot, if you have a 30-plus game, you know, money, 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 baby. Um, or those people with Victor Wimbanyama, Chet Holmgren, you know, all those players, if the real real players stand up, that's only going to increase our basketball card values, lads. Thoughts? I don't know if Victor Wimbanyama's cards can go up in value any more than they already are. So <laughs> I think even if he got injured, that'd still be, you know, that's still, they'd probably still go up in price. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for uh, for Brandon Miller to, to have a baller of a game. He's taken a wee while to work his way into the season, but uh, ever since the the trades uh, for the Hornets, he's he's really you know starting to starting to step up. And also Jalen Duran for the Detroit. I know he's second year, but uh, man, he's been having a few 2020 games. Absolutely incredible. Really enjoy seeing the Pistons. Oh, I guess just, you're not going to find out what I enjoy about seeing the Pistons. Yeah. Oh, well. Thanks. Thanks, Internet. Thanks, Facebook, for cancelling that quarter on the end. That's another one there that we're cracking into. So the next and final quarter that we're going into, we're going to be talking about all the extras that are going on in the tournament. So I'll start us off because I've been real interested in this as soon as I heard the announcement for the Skills Challenge. Yes. Um, and watching the alien with a little alien inside him, play the game and how well he's going to go. And so get the x-ray machines and ready because Victor Wimbenyama is going to be coming into the school challenge where it's testing a few different things. There's passing into this little ball hoop thing. That's cool. And then running the length of the court, doing a cool layup or a cool drop shot, and then turning around and running the length of the court and then doing a layup or slam to finish passing to your team member going on to the next. So fastest team wins. It's also a, sorry, a shot from the corner as well. So fastest team will win it. The three teams are made up of. We have team paces, which amazingly is made up of paces players. <laughs> we have Tyrese Halliburton, Benedict Matherin, and Miles Turner. So I think they play for the paces, guys. Just putting it out there, <laughs> that's one team. And the second and why team, did they why did they pick the paces, James? I'm guessing it's it might be because it's in Indiana, but um, I'm, di- yeah, that- I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah, right. That yeah, it yeah, makes sense. Maybe, maybe this is a special year for them. Okay, right. Um, yeah. Making the playoffs for the first time in a thousand years. That, that's quite up. cool. Um, then team top picks. So, hey, just going to put it out there that these guys were all top picks. They were number one. So that's <laughs> the game. Victor's got a bit clever. So Victor Wimbanyama is one of the team members. It's going to be interesting watching a giant put a tennis ball into a hoop. Very interesting. Followed by Anthony Edwards. That guy's just the man, eh? Like, whatever he does. Yeah, they talk about him being the new MJ. And watching that at the, at the start, I was just like, nah, nah. And now you're watching me like, actually, maybe, maybe it is. Followed by Paolo Banchero. So it's going to be interesting to see how their level of skills goes against the might of the paces. Followed by Team All-Stars, where I, I'm going to say All-Stars in quotation marks, and I'm going to go all-stars, all right? So, Scotty Barnes, yeah, um, followed by Tyrese Maxey, yeah. Oh, yeah, Tyrese Maxey, I'm happy with that. Yeah, followed by Trey Young. He's not bad. Yeah. Followed by Trey Young. Like, it's the two participation awards going in with an all-star, really. 
And so maybe that's what they should have called themselves just to start with. So would be funny announcing that when they run out, going team participation awards is coming out and running out. <laughs> Who do you guys think is going to win that? Mate, I'm probably going to put my eggs in the top picks basket. Of you know those players, I've really paid attention to that draft classes, those draft classes, and I mean I've been following their careers pretty intently. So compared to the new guys coming through, I mean especially like for me, I'm a massive Paolo fan. Like every time he's on the court, everyone's saying that Doncic is like the next LeBron. But every time Paolo steps on the court, all I can see is LeBron James. So I've got a lot of time for him. Those other teams are going to be interesting to watch, especially the Pacers, because I mean, you know, I just I, I low key want to see them flop in Indiana in front of their home crowd because Miles Turner, I feel like he's a big letdown for the squad. Oh, but Halliburton's so likable, right? So oh, absolutely, that, that's. That's the, that's the crux, you know. Miles Turner collects Lego, so he's also likable, uh, but he will be interesting. I think he's only in there because he plays Lego. My pick, I'm going with, I'm going with Team All-Stars. Not to be different, but because I think that those guys out of all of the six there are the ones that are actually feel like they've got a point to prove and they're the ones they are going to try the hardest. They've just got that, that look and feel to them. I know Scotty's got a bit of dog in him even though he's a bit of a joker, but he plays hard. We know Maxi does, and I feel like Trey's going to feel like he's got a bit of a point to prove. Um, it, team paces, I think, yeah, they're going to be at home, so whether or not they get whipped up by the crowd, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, either way, I wouldn't be mad with whoever wins. I'm, I'm going Team All-Stars. Jimmy, who have you got before we move on to the I, next? I can't go past Team Top Pick. I just have a feeling that Victor Wembanyama is just going to like absolutely freak everyone out with going into high speed mode when he starts playing and you'll be like whoa he is an alien robot next phil dunk contest bro what you got for us the dunk contest this is an interesting one because in years gone by they've always been young guys there haven't really been anyone with any all-star experience put their hand up to participate but this year we have jalen brown making an appearance at the dunk contest that was a bit of a surprise uh followed up by last year's winner Mac McClung, uh, who of course is going to be representing the Magic, uh, no longer with the Sixers affiliate. The G League Magic, I just want to mention that. Jacob Toppin for the Knicks, who yes, he is Obi Toppin's younger brother. Of course, Obi's now at the Pacers. And uh, Jaime Hakez Jr. for the Miami Heat. was surprised to hear his name. I didn't think that he had sort of dunk contest sort of resume to him but he's he's obviously gonna put his hand up and you know maybe prove along with mac mcclung last year that white men can really jump how tall is mac mcclung is he five foot three i think he's five three two and a half yeah what is the legal height for vertically challenged people is it is it five (laughs) foot three i don't know what is it um anyway it's not vertically challenged i just made that Um, sure. Yeah, so Mac, Mac McClung winning winning a dunk cross contest. I'm, I'm still like wondering how that happened last year and also wondering how G League has got in. I'm hoping Jalen Brown throws down. Um, Bernsey, what, what are you reckon, mate? Celtic man, tell us. Oh, he's, Can he throw it out? He's not much of a man with a big bag. You know, he's very one-dimensional. You, you see him run down the court, he might just do like a little tomahawk or a windmill or something like that. So it'll be interesting to see if he has... Just stashed away some little treats for everyone to sort of surprise us with. It's much like all dunk contests, you know, 
they're not the people that we really want to see in the competition. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's interesting, like you're saying, Phil, like, Jackie's coming in there. That surprised me big time to not pick him to be one to put his hand up for a dunk contest. So, looking forward to seeing what he can produce for us. And last but not least, Matt, three-point contest. Yeah, so, I mean, there's some good contenders in here at the moment. I'll just run through the names and what their current percentage for three-pointers. So, we've got Malik Beasley from the Bucks at 44.9%. Jalen Brunson for the Knicks at 40.6%. Tyrese Halliburton for the Pacers with 39.6%. Damian Lillard from the Bucks with 42.5%. Laurie McAdden from the Jazz with 40.6%. Donovan Mitchell with 36.3%. We've got Kat, Carl Anthony Towns, 43.8%. And Trey Young again for 37.3%. He's got a busy weekend, Trey Young. Is Trey Young thinking if I participate in everything, I'm going to get enough points and become the overall champion? Is, is that is that Trey Young's plan? I think it's to try and favour himself in a trade, to be honest. Well, if he won, won it all. So, lads, who wins it? A very good question, Jimmy. I um, I I think I think the crowd's going to hype Halliburton. Hometown. I'm going to jump in there, and I'm going to go completely left field. I'm going to say Cat. Carl Anthony Towns. I'm I'm going to go like way up the block because I think he's got to deserve something like but this the kid that's turned up, you know, no one counted him in, no one likes him, not even his own team. Trey Trey Young is going to take it this year. He's going to take it all and then demand that trade to the San Antonio Spurs. And I have a feeling the clock's about to expire, so I'm going to say that Steph beats Sabrina in the three point competition. Lads, great episode. Buzzing from that episode. That is real cool. Great to talk about this on the All-Star Weekend. It's like Christmas. I feel like I'm waiting for a present to be unwrapped. And I'm going to get something cool. I'm getting Lego. It really makes me way more hyped to watch it when you actually have a chance to look at all the names and have a chat about it and see what these guys have got to offer. You know, whether or not all the all the crap that we talk you know about them you know whether or not it, it comes true and we have to eat our own words or we can sort of just bask in the glory of our predictions you know i actually might watch a skills challenge for once in my life <laughs> <laughs> now that we've got you know something riding on it it actually makes it worth watching but yeah that no, should be interesting for sure keen as for the weekend bring it on and so that's all we've got time for today lads again pleasure thank you very much for being part of this dream team it's all mine mate appreciate it love chatting hoops with your boys up the east even though the west is probably gonna win yep up the east for sure we'll be eating our words soon no doubt phil thank you for listening to basketball edition podcast make sure there to follow us on our socials on instagram basketball underscore edition underscore wmsa also flick us a message send us those five stars because hey the more that join in, share, follow, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your mum. Enjoy. Catch you later, lads. See you, boys. Thank you for listening to the Basketball Edition podcast. Please make sure to follow us on our socials, basketball underscore edition underscore WMSA. And if you are wanting to have a chat with us, please send us a message and we'll get back in touch with you. Make sure to follow us on Apple, iHeart, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube, all good podcasting streaming channels. Thank you.